0: What's good, Hallelujah y'all? Glory <laughs> 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 What's good, y'all? Day five. Anxious for nothing. Let's get with the devotional. Do you ever feel guilty for being a Christian who isn't anxious for nothing? Does having anxiety give you more anxiety because you feel like... You're not supposed to feel it. Well, in this story, Lori was in the same boat until she discovered one thing that changed everything. She says, my marriage was in shambles. I was shouldering all the responsibility of raising three kids, two of them teenagers. She said, Lord, help me. All on on her own. Working, cooking, cleaning, carpooling, fixing, financing, supporting, loving, providing. It was all on me. My anxiety was through the roof and I didn't know what to do about it. I was trying everything I could. I was trying everything I could think of. Counseling, meditation, uh, medication, music, exercise, reciting scriptures, you name it, everything she was doing. Nothing seemed to take it away. Don't get me wrong. It was definitely helping to do these things. I learned to use these tools. I needed to get myself centered on Christ again, but I was still struggling. Looking back, one thing I realized, I wasn't. I was just not trying. So out of everything that she was doing, one thing that she wasn't doing was trying, trying to build that relationship with Christ. If you search scripture, you will find a ton of verses about worry. I know because I was looking for a magic formula to help me conquer it once and for all. In my search, I found something unexpected. You have to pay attention to see it. But in these verses, there are implicit instructions from our father to do nothing. Yes, seriously, y'all. Nothing. In Matthews 11 and 12, I mean 11 and 28, excuse me, in the New International Version, it says, Jesus says, come to me. All you who are worried and burdened, I will, give you the, I will give you rest. He is doing the work here, not us. So we just have to come to him. All you have to do is come to Jesus and he'll literally carry all your burdens. He literally said he would. If you turn to John 14 and 27 in the New International Version as well, It says, he says, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give you. Are you sensing a theme, a pattern? He is giving us peace. Literally, he says that. He is giving us rest, and all we have to do is nothing. Again, in Matthew 6, 25, verse 34, 25 25 through 34, get it together, days. This famous passage tells us not to worry for God even closed the grass of the field and so, and come on. So how much more he will take care of us. We're told to seek first his kingdom and all the things will be given. Seek first his kingdom and all the things will be given to us. That's right. Did you catch that given? You don't have to work for it. You don't have to try for it. It'll be given. God is clearly a giver. He has the answers and he has our back. Some things we just can't do ourselves, no matter how hard we try. But that is exactly how he designed it for us to need him. We need him to make it in life. And all of those things that I worried about worked out one way or another. It wasn't until I took a breath, rested, truly came to Jesus, got quiet, let go of all the details and told God that I trusted him completely. And then I learned to do nothing. That I finally found peace by doing nothing. Ultimately, my prayers become less about my situation and more about my trust in him. if If you need to do the same, I highly encourage you to rest in him. You can trust him. Here's what I prayed when I'm feeling overwhelmed by anxiety again. Dear Lord, I come to you today to ask for help. You are my everything. Lord, I need rest. I give you my worry. Take it, Lord. I accept your peace, love, and understanding. Help me to turn to you and not to myself. Help me to stop doing and start trusting. Help me to wait on your answers, praise God, because I know that you are good. Give me wisdom, hope, and peace. Thank you, Lord, for your patience and grace. I love you, and I know you love me so much more than I could ever imagine. Amen. That was Lord's prayer, and that prayer, that that touched me. But if we jump into the scripture, as I told y'all before, Philippians four and six through seven, you were going to know it. Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, in every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific quest known to God and the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus is yours. Now, Matthew 11 and 28 says, come to me all who are worried and heavenly burden by religious rituals and that provide, that provide no peace. And I will give you rest, resting, refreshing your souls with salvation. So God literally tells us, come to me with your heavy burdens and I will refresh your souls with salvation. He literally tells us to come to him, give it to him, and he'll deal with it. Now, let's keep going. As we hop over to John chapter 14, verse 27, it says, peace, I live with you. My perfect peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled or let it be afraid. Let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength through every through every challenge. And that literally speaks for himself. Let him give you his peace to comfort you in these situations, to help protect you and help keep you on a narrow mind. Well, not a narrow mind, but keep you on the right track through these challenging situations. Let his peace give you courage and strength for your everyday challenges. Trust God. And if we keep going, this is a long one, to Matthew 6, chapter 6, verse 25 and 34, it says... Therefore, I tell you, stop being worried or anxious about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body as to what you will wear. Is life not more than food and the body than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, their narrow soul, nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly father keeps feeding them. If you think about all those birds in the sky, that, in the trees and stuff that we see that wakes us up. They don't have nobody that's feeding them, but God still provides for them. That's literally what He tells us. He said, "Are you not worth more than they? And who are you by worrying? Can and who and who of you by worrying can add one hour to His life? And why are you worried about clothes? See how the lilies and the wildflowers of the field grow. They do not labor, do they spin? Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory and splendor dressed himself like one of these." But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive and green today and tomorrow, is thrown into furnace, will he not much more clothe you? If you think about it, how pretty the grass is, if God can make the pretty grass, what makes you, if God can make the grass pretty, what makes you think he can't do the same for you? You have to have faith. Therefore, do not worry or be anxious as we said, saying, what are we going to eat or what are we going to drink or what are we going to wear for the, gen- for the Gentiles urgently seek all these things for your heavenly father knows you need them. So you don't have to ask God what your next meal going to be. You don't have to ask God what you're going to drink. You don't have to ask God what you're going to wear because he's going to provide that for you. And if we keep going, I'm jumping around in the scripture, y'all. But first and, first and first and most importantly, seek him. Seek him and his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you also. So do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Now let me say that last one again since we come into the end of this day. So do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. For those of us who are sitting here thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow because we had a long day, let me tell you right now, as what God tells us in this Bible, do not be worried about what's going to go on tomorrow. Tomorrow has its own worries. And that's for tomorrow. God literally tells us that he will walk with us and talk with us and that we can call him his friend. He also tells us to put our burdens on him. Why not trust Jesus and put your burdens on him? Why are you going to go into tomorrow worried or leave tonight thinking that tomorrow is going to be worse? If you have Jesus, then the day is going to go how it's going to go. And Jesus is going to be there to protect you and make sure all goes well. As the Bible also says that all good things come from above. And if you have Jesus in your life, then that's already one thing that's good. And if Jesus said that he'll walk with you and talk with you, what you worried about? You saw what he did for Paul and him on the boat. What are you worried about? As what we talked about the other day, why are you afraid? So to close this, think about what we read. Go back, read over it, because that's why I'm doing this Bible plan, because I want you guys to be able to follow along with me so you don't just trust my word. Think about it. If you have any questions, you know my DM. If you got my number, you can text me. We'll talk about it. All right, I'm out.